1997. Megan O'Connor had been in love with Liam Wheaton since as long as she could remember. Her parents had done what they could to stop it, carefully erasing his name from the birthday party invitation list and failing to pass on phone messages when they intercepted his calls. But Largo was a small town, with only one class at each grade level, and ten months out of the year, Liam and Megan spent six hours a day together. There was talk of sending Megan to boarding school at St. Catherine's, but in the end, Tom O'Connor couldn't justify the additional expense just to get his daughter away from Chip Wheaton's son. Chip was a drunk, and a mean one at that, who could be found at the well any night of the week. He worked at the quarry or doing construction, in between layoffs and being fired time and again. His wife, Lindsay, cleaned houses and cared for the couple's five children, who always seemed a shade dirtier and a tad more disruptive than the other children of Largo. Liam was the oldest. He got a job as a stock boy at the Super Duper when he was 14, and the townspeople could often be heard commenting on how clean and polite he was, for a Wheaton. Megan didn't care that Liam was a Wheaton. All that mattered to her was that he was gentle and kind, going out of his way to make sure she was happy, and flashing his devil-may-care smile to cheer her up when she was not. He had the darkest brown hair and strong, handsome features, marred by a razor-thin scar that ran from his left ear to his chin. His father had crashed the family sedan into a maple tree when Liam was five, propelling the unrestrained boy face-first through the windshield. Megan thought the scar made him look like a warrior. For the most part, Liam was quiet, keeping his smart wit and quick temper hidden from those who didn't like a fast tongue on those they looked down upon. He excelled in school, but with the future before him like so much blank paper, Liam knew only that he wanted to spend it with Megan. He only got in serious trouble once— when Ricky Powell asked Megan to go with him to a dance, and she said no. Ricky touched her face and called her a bitch who'd rather go slumming with trash. Liam broke Ricky's nose in two places. The pair signed up for track and field instead of soccer, so Liam didn't have to buy cleats and a ball. And when Megan tried out for a part in the school play, Liam volunteered as a stagehand. It was after a performance of My Fair Lady in the heavily draped wings of the stage that they shared true love's first kiss. Patty O'Connor didn't miss the high flush on her daughter's ivory cheeks, nor the newfound spring in Megan's step. Patty was in the crowd when Liam broke the school record for the hundred-meter dash and saw Megan embrace Liam like only a woman holds a man. A shocked Patty could feel the eyes of the other parents upon her, shame covering her like fire, wishing the bleachers would give way beneath her just to draw attention away from that filthy embrace. Megan was taken out of track and field, and the theater troupe, and her father sat her down to explain exactly what kind of people the Wheatons really were. Megan seemed to take his words to heart. Over the next several weeks, she went out of her way to make it up to her mother, watching her younger sister cleaning the house and doing the shopping. Patty was just beginning to think things were back to normal when Bonnie Harrison called to say she saw Megan and Liam making out behind the super-duper. 
like a couple of horny teenagers. St. Catherine's was called, only to find that the nuns were in the process of shutting down the school due to poor enrollment. Patty marched a mortified Megan into the principal's office at school, and Megan shriveled as she listened to her mother reprimand the administrator for allowing Liam Wheaton to get his grubby paws on her innocent daughter. Well aware on which side his bread was buttered, the principal gave Liam his own private lunch table, away from his classmates, and Liam's desk was moved to the opposite side of the classroom. It was a full year before her mother sent Megan back to the super-duper. I need eggs for the casserole, and I can't walk away from these, she said, gesturing to several pots bubbling on the stove. Patty exhaled loudly, staring at her daughter. Go to the store, and no funny business, young lady. Do you hear me? If that Wheaton boy is there, you ignore him. Not a word.